Hello, hello. Hi, Nana. How are you doing? I'm good, Tane. How are you? I'm good. We're just hurtling through the holiday season. Over here in the United States, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. And before you know it, it's going to be Christmas. Yep. Around the corner. Christmas is my favorite. Sorry. Thanksgiving is just always a fake holiday in my head. (laughs) <laughs> it's because I'm not America, guys. Don't come for me, okay? But it's all about Christmas. Baby. One of these days, I will never stop <laughs> making fun of you for this. You are in America. But I'm not American. <laughs> but I'm not us. American. Thank you. Christmas has been with me my entire life. Thank you very much. Thanksgiving is a newcomer. She's going to have to relax. <laughs> yes. Um. The same way the time is shortening through, we are, I want to say we're halfway through season four. Yeah. Because this is episode seven. Wow. Um, I actually don't know how many episodes are in this. I keep thinking it's 13, but I'm like, last season was like 18 or something. So <laughs> I feel like we've been saying this since the beginning and neither of us have actually gone to check. So as you talk, I'm actually going to check now because okay. this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay yeah so either way this is episode seven season four and this episode was called time and punishment it's got 18 Um, episodes okay so we're not halfway we're two away from halfway so yes we're getting there we're getting there so Mm -hmm. it was called time and punishment um i can go with them with this title today i think you went well for a recap, for those of you who haven't watched, um, this is the episode where Carrie comes to terms, well, Carrie and Aiden come to terms with what happened the first time they gave the relationship a go, and um, the episode where Charlotte decides that she wants to stop working and seeks Miranda's uh, approval, and Samantha meets a guy who complains about the pubic conditions of her pubic area is <laughs> the best way I can say it but we'll get deeper into this um what did you think about the episode Nana um I didn't mind it I thought it was fine I found it annoying because some characters obviously annoyed me but yeah the episode itself was fine what did you think of it I found that I liked it at this point I think it's just base level that they're all annoying in their own different ways But I liked it because, not to be repetitive, I usually like when there are real-life relatable issues um, going on with this. Um, You know, with what happened with Charlotte and Miranda, everyone has been in that situation where, intentionally or not intentionally, you feel judged by your friends and you just find yourself wanting their approval. It is what it is. We find ourselves projecting whether friends or not, just in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And, you know, Samantha is just a comic relief. Like, it doesn't matter all the serious things that are going on with everyone. They always give Samantha this weird storyline, I guess, to take our minds off of everything. Almost like, listen, we can't get too real with the real real because we're still a comedy show at the end of the <laughs> yes. day. So. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's get into it then. So the episode starts with Aiden and Carrie having sex, with Aiden making his noises. If you remember when Carrie was um, not feeling him, she told him to stop doing it. It's so annoying. <laughs> he kisses her. But I guess it's back. And, and also, sorry, him, but that sex looked dry as hell. 
I'm so sorry. No. I mean, Mm-mm. it's base level. I told you that. <laughs> she's never doing anything. Her bra is on. They're just she's she's very good at squirming. Let me put yeah. it that way. That's there all she no does. Passion. The aggressive neck. The aggressive neck no... that goes on. Exactly. So, um, Carrie's telling us that it seemed like nothing had ever happened to break them apart. They're still having sex, but Ben, like the demon that he is, who is always right on time. Carrie gets a voicemail from Big, and the voicemail is like, hey, kid, I'm back in town. Call me, baby. I, that was so awkward. <laughs> that Extremely. was so awkward. I have so many and- thoughts. When, when we <laughs> left them last, how, how did we leave them? Because I couldn't when remember. She, when she met the jazz musician. That's and it. And trying to make her fuck buddy. That's it. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awkward station right there. But then the scene cuts off. And then we see them at, I'm just going to sign it breakfast. Carrie tells them what happened. I did find it interesting that she's called it that they were making love. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it being called that. Call me grass. I vomited in my mouth. But anyway. It's just like. They were whatever. fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're all like, well, what happened? And then he, she's like, they just kept going. I would have thought that that would be a boner killer for Aiden, but I guess not. But Samantha, our girl, was like, he could keep going after that. Honey, he's a keeper. So, <laughs> um, Charlotte was like, what about you? How did you feel? Did you continue? She said she just continued that she finished and she's never worked harder at anything. Other than her SATs. So Charlotte asked if they talked about it. She's like, no, we just went to sleep. And when she woke up, he was on the other side of the bed. But usually she's like in a nook under his arm and blah, blah, blah. Carrie says, well, maybe he'll never get over the fact that I cheated. And every time the phone rings, he will think it's big that is calling to start affair number two. We talked a little, we talked about this a little bit last season. I just think it's a little unrealistic to think that you can act like nothing happened. I, 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 or was it last episode? I can't remember, but I just. Okay. So I don't even think we probably like properly talked about it last episode. I would say this scene is where I, not that I checked out of the episode where I'm just like, you people are not serious people. So I'm like, no, I'm not taking anyone seriously because we left them last episode. Adrian, Adrian, sorry. Aiden is like, hey, let's give it a shot, whatever. So I'm telling you, so you people just didn't talk about it. Nothing. You just decided to go right back to being in a into a relationship without discussing what led to the breakup of your last relationship. What are you guys kids or what? Like she cheated on you. And obviously there were issues even before she cheated on you. You're telling me you guys didn't discuss it. You just went right back into it. And then you're having sex and the cause of the breakup calls in the middle of it. And you guys still didn't just like, why? Why are you guys together if you can't talk about it? I do you get where I'm coming from? Love, I do. And I would love to say that we expect more from Carrie. But again, she had a how many year relationship where they didn't know how old they were. Yeah. They didn't know that he'd been married before. So clearly it is not a strong suit. They don't have conversations. Yeah. I have a lot so, of thoughts. We'll get there. 
And I, I've got some thoughts for Aiden too, but anyway, yes. Well, I mean, I was just even about to say that as much as I've always said that Aiden is a good boyfriend, there's a reason why he's not my number one on the show because I do think Aiden has a little bit of brain touch because he does some yeah. things where I'm like, I get that you're hang loose, let's see where it goes, freewheel or right, dude, but please apply some sense sometimes. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so Carrie says she was hoping that they should start afresh, but now they have to talk about it. Ah, talking about ass backwards, but okay. So Samantha keeps insisting and telling her, don't talk about it, just leave it in the past. I can't remember who said it, Miranda or Charlotte or whatever, but if you are taking relationship advice from Samantha, you are at your own risk. Samantha <laughs> don't care. <laughs> she just wants to get her rocks off and move on, yeah. so... Um, so Charlotte tells them that let's change the topic that she's thinking about quitting her job. And Samantha comes like, Oh, did you get a better offer at a different gallery? And she says no, that she's been driving herself crazy, trying to get everything done. And Trey suggested, and Miranda cuts her off and is like, Trey suggested. And Carrie reminds her that, you know, she loves her job. And there's then Charlotte's like, Yeah, but there's so much that I can do in my life. That soon she'll be pregnant, she can redecorate the apartment, she can volunteer at the AIDS wing at the office. And then Carrie asks her if she's sure she's not having a bad work week. And she goes, no, that she's quitting and that's what she wants. Samantha is like, well, you better be damn sure before you get off the wheel because the women waiting are 22 and perky. And Carrie's like, wow, you have a lot of opinions today. I don't even think she said that much. Nothing. She's responding to the rubbish she does are spewing out there. And if she keeps mm-hmm. quiet, you're like, oh, she kept quiet. So yeah. So um Samantha is like, and then she tells Carrie one more time, I'm telling you, forget it ever happened and move on. So later that day, Carrie is thinking about relationships and partial lobotomies, that it would be great if there was a surgical procedure that made you forget all the ugly memories and leave only the fun trips and special holidays. And then she asked the question, even if a couple can manage the forgiveness, has any ever really conquered the forgetness? Can you ever really forgive if you can't forget? Yes, is my opinion. I don't forget shit, but I can definitely forgive. So... Yep, that's my <laughs> straight to the point opinion. I think yes, you can forgive. I don't think forgetting is a requirement of forgiving. And sometimes I feel like it would behoove you not to forget. So <laughs> what's true. capable I've, of? I've no, always wondered uh-huh. I've always wondered about this saying because is it even possible to forget? I think it's it's a little facetious to me. Mm. Like, if you choose to stay with someone, how do you forget what they did to you? You don't yep. forget. Mm-hmm. You just choose to roll on with it. Yeah. So. Oh, but I feel like the key is addressing the issue, having a conversation, whatever, and actually be like, okay, I forgive you. And deciding from that moment on to move forward without... So I feel like when people say forgive and forget, I think what they mean is that you never bring it up again, like it never happened, whatever, which I think is nonsense. 
But I am of the mind that if you say you forgive someone, you can't always keep bringing up whatever they did. To me, then you haven't forgiven them. To me, if you've truly forgiven somebody, you forgive them, you acknowledge that whatever they did was messed up, and you realize that, hey, they could be capable, whatever. But if you make the decision to move forward, you have to move forward. You can't keep bringing up whatever they did. It doesn't mean you forget it, but you can't keep bringing it up and dragging it into this new stage where you've moved forward. I think that's what the issue is. So maybe that's what people talk about forgetting. But for me, I don't think it's possible to forget. I don't so know I if that makes sense. So I think what would have been a better question for her is, is it realistic to yeah. forgive and forget? Because yeah. I hear everything you're saying. It makes sense. And I agree. Um, For example, when, you know, I watch my reality shows and someone cheats and they stay with the person and they keep bringing up, you did this to me last time, yeah. blah, blah. You can't do that. If you uh -huh. choose to move forward with the person, you can't. But realistically, Human emotions are complicated. Yeah. Even if they talked about this, you can talk until you're blue. It's like having conversations before you get married. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then you are in the reality of it all and everything changes. So yeah. even if they had that conversation, assuming Aiden and Carrie had the, had the common sense to have a conversation, that voicemail will fuck even the best intentioned person up. Mm -hmm. You can't change the fact that there's just going to be a flashback of cheating, lies, the person you thought you knew isn't mm -hmm. that person, the person hurt your feelings, the person discarded your feelings, and you didn't even realize, and then you start beating yourself up. That is a lot of things to take in that for me, again, and, and, and there's a flip side of it. I've always said, like, oh, if I ever went through that or whatever, like the cheating and all that kind of stuff, I don't know if I could stay because, honest to God, I'm just not here to start saying, where did you go? Who is that? Yes. that where is that? And yep. second-guessing myself. But you realize there's also the flip side of stuff where you can say all that, and then it happens to you, and then you might be like, eh, it is what it is, and yeah. you stay. <laughs> because, again, yep. human emotions are complex. You just don't know what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it's more the realisticness because I I – don't, I personally don't think, I, I don't know, but I personally don't think it's possible to forgive someone and that's it. You're never going to have feelings about it again. It's going to pop up. I yeah. don't know when. I mean, I don't know if it's, a, it's not an if, it's a when. So it's going to be more like, it's just, I don't know. So that's where and, I stand on that. I also think there's a scale. I'm sorry, but forgiveness can't be like a blanket statement. It also depends on what you're forgiving the person for, you know? Are you forgiving the person for cheating on you? Are you forgiving the person for hitting you? Are you forgiving the person for lying that they were at work when they were really at the bar chilling with their friends because they needed a break from you and the baby for a few hours? Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's not, you can't class everything on the same scale. What are you forgiving someone for? So it also, I just don't think it's that simple. It's really not. And Carrie's <laughs> issue is she's expecting to be forgiven for something without even addressing the issue. 
She just wants to live in her fairy tale land. I'm back with my boyfriend who's wonderful. I don't want to be reminded that I fucked up. That is truly why she's asking the question. She's tired of feeling bad about what she did. She's basically saying, oh, a little bit of cheating. Can't you just get over it? <laughs> that's why I don't agree with her on this. I think that's why she's asking the question. She's tired of being made to feel, even though Aiden hasn't said anything, obviously there's an elephant in the room where she's been made to feel accountable for the fact that she's a cheater. And she just wants to move on already. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I think I used I to when I was younger, but no, I don't. Because I'm sorry, how somebody is with one person may not be how they are with you. And I know it's hard to like grasp, but I just think it is what it is. And also, some people mature. And some people learn how to deal with their issues in a more healthy way (laughs) as they mature and learn, you know, better practices. While somebody might have been saying, oh, I felt underappreciated, whatever, whatever. And this person will show me attention. So that's why I cheated, which I'm not excusing cheating. Still fucked up. The worst thing I think, one of the worst things you can do in a romantic relationship. But then there could be in another relationship again they're feeling neglected and whatever but this time that should be like hey we need to talk about this this is how I'm feeling what can we do to fix this rather than cheating and then coming to tell you that's why I cheated I don't think yeah human beings I just think we're too complex for that I'm sorry I don't think one's a cheater or is a cheater no okay that's fair I think so so then we switch over to Samantha who is in a fantastic pink suit and she flags down a cab, but then some guy, before she can make it down to the cab, gets the cab taken from her, and then he enters into the cab. So there's a red light stop. Um, she goes over to the cab and enters and said, I don't think so, buddy. And, and I mean, I don't think anyone was surprised. The next thing we see is them having sex. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> well, color me the idiot because I was like, damn, Samantha, really? Oh, I was <laughs> that quick. <laughs> and also, she did look great. I loved her suit with her little Chanel tote. She looked fantastic. Samantha's low key a fashion icon. I know we always talk about Carrie's at the new one, but Samantha just always looks good. One most of the time. But yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, we, we didn't notice, but I think the styling has gotten better. Yes, definitely. And even Charlotte, I feel turn. like usually yeah. it's Miranda that they, that they stay shaking. So <laughs> poor Miranda, but yeah. So then we see Carrie and Aiden in her bed, and honestly, Carrie's bed must be huge, and I mean huge is in the king side because the rift was so wide. I'm like, how is there that much space? <laughs> I'm laughing because I literally noticed the same thing. Because I'm like, wow, she's still going. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, well, you know when the camera was like, panning over? I literally yeah. had the same thought, which is why I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's still unsure how he feels. She snuggles up to Aiden, and then he's like, oh, I have to go to the gym. They have this weird conversation about, oh, do you want me to go back to being soft? And she's like, I liked you when you were soft. And I'm like, well, you cheated on me when you were soft. So maybe don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, again, sex in the city doesn't go deep. They keep things shallow. 
and then this could be me just overthinking, but you don't know the after effects of what you do to a person when you cheat on them. Because yep. they didn't matter beat himself yep. up. Was I not good enough? Was I to this? Yep. Did I let myself go? You don't know if this is the after effect of him just like, oh, I got to get to the gym. I'm being mm-hmm. tip top shape. So for her to make and, that joke, I'm like, mm-mm. And also, I'm sorry, when did it become a thing that Aiden was like fat and unattractive? I feel like this is a new thing this season. Because you know, even how they were talking about him last episode. I'm just like, damn, you guys are really going in on Aiden. And he was literally just minding his business. None of this was brought up in the previous season. And I don't know if I like it. I'm sorry. No, I said I'm not woke anymore, but I can't help it sometimes. (laughs) I think the... I don't think it was. I think it was more like the writers decided to bring John Corbett back. And Mm -hmm. he'd lost weight. And they felt like they had to address it. I just think it was not... I think it was for practical reasons. Little thing. Because I think maybe it would be weird if he... Because he was all in the... 70s shirts and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I think and he wasn't he just had that fat. He just was bigger than he is now. That's all. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's a visible yeah. weight loss that they, they felt like they have to kind of address it because his style also changed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, except that white blouse from yeah. Russia. But I prefer your. Am yeah. I right? I prefer your reasoning mm-hmm. that yes, this is all a manifestation of Carrie cheated on him. I think it makes perfect sense in the real life, in the real world. Wow. Yeah. So then she asks him for a kiss and he tells her that she needs to brush her teeth first. And then Carrie says, well, that sums it up. He's mad at me. So and let me tell you one thing about Carrie, Carrie's not imagining things. He is mad at her. But anyway, yes. Yeah. So one thing about Charlotte is Charlotte is very annoying. But the one thing I would give Charlotte, she is very straight to the point. Whether it's with Bunny, whether it's with Thing, it's, it most of the time comes out as a 12-year-old teenager throwing a tantrum. But she will go straight to the point and let you know what she's thinking. So she calls Miranda and tells her, you were judgmental. You were judgmental when I said I was quitting. And, you know, you think I'm one of those women. One of, Miranda is so confused. She's like, what? What women? Who? And she's like, you think we're one of those women that we hate? And Miranda's like, it's 8.15 a.m. Charlotte just continues that the women's movement is about choice. And if she chooses to quit her job, that's her choice. And then she just keeps saying, you were judgmental. Admit it. Here was my annoyance. Where's all the smoke for Carrie and Samantha? Thank because they you. had things to say. Carrie had the most to say. Because I'm just like, what about your other friends? Nobody showed any enthusiasm for you quitting your job. Why is it Miranda the one you're picking on? It made no sense to me. And I, Miranda didn't even really say anything. Exactly. She only piped up when she said praise suggested it. Yes. That's literally all she said. Yes. So, again, goes back to this whole thing of the writers just seemingly, quote-unquote, punishing Miranda for not being the more attractive. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me because Mm. I get it. They really want to portray Carrie as the bestest friend, but but she was the one asking all the questions, making all the comments and all the things or whatever. And yet, anytime there's a punishment, it has to be channeled through Miranda. And honestly, there were fair questions, in my opinion, because why are you quitting your job to be a stay-at-home mother, which, yes, is a job in itself, but first of all, you're not even pregnant yet, you know? You don't know how long it might take you to get pregnant. And at my antenna also went up when she said Trey suggested it. Because I'm just like, oh, the last thing you want to do is to be 100% reliant 
on a man. Especially, I just can't stop thinking that you guys aren't stable. You've only just gotten your marriage back on track. And now, first you're throwing a baby into the mix. And then you're also going to quit your job. I'm just like, if I was her friend in real life, I'd be like, be careful. Exactly the same way her friends were in the show. And I don't understand why it was Miranda that was getting that. But I will say, small thing, we said it before, Charlotte did have a point where she's like, that's the whole point of women's movement is to have a choice. Yes, it's also a valid choice to decide and have the privilege to be a stay-at-home mother, you know. So that's the one thing I give her, but everything else was bullshit, in my opinion. I'm not giving that to her because that's fine if she said something. Carrie mm-hmm. was the one who said, why are you not? Why didn't you ask that question there? Yes. So I'm giving that to her. I get it. It's about choice. But you can't just pick who's yeah. the person that you can tackle in a fight because you don't want to piss all my carry, carry off yeah. and just mm-hmm. yell at someone at 815. It's about choice. Go have your choice then. I didn't say shit. Yeah. So Miranda tells her that, you know, she doesn't have time for this. And if she has an issue with quitting, that's on her. And maybe take it up mm-hmm. with her husband. And then Charlotte's all like, See, there it is. Look at the way that you're saying your husband. Blah blah blah. Charlotte, no, Charlotte, you're projecting <laughs> because you're yeah. feeling insecure about this decision. Leave her alone. <laughs> so Charlotte says she's quitting to better her life and to cure AIDS. And Miranda is like, "Well, go ahead and do that, but don't be disappointed if all you end up with is a mug with Trey's name on it." And there's, and then Charlotte's, and Charlotte's all like. There's nothing wrong with having a husband. Oh my God, is that what she said? Yeah. Because the, the, for those, like, I, I didn't really mention it, but for those who may be confused, she mentioned the mug with Trey's name on it because part of what Charlotte wants to do when she's not working is to go make ceramic stuff. Like, she sees these ladies who lunch <laughs> and go make a mug. Honestly, the way she presented quitting was not the best selling point. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand at this stage in my life, just quitting because you just want peace of mind because honestly, mm-hmm. work is a stressor. Yeah. If she had even stopped there, that's fine. But she was overcompensating yep. and saying, I want to do this. I want to make mugs. And then, come on, Charlotte, you're not curing AIDS. Like, ugh, okay. And honestly, I would have been 100% fine with her going, I'm quitting my job because I want to be a stay at home mother and a wife. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Sounds like something you do. But hey, be careful. Make sure you have some money saved just in case of in case it is. <laughs> I would have yeah. respected that more than these bullshit ass excuses like come on nobody there is stupid well they are but they all they could all see through her which is why she felt insecure and then felt her need to defend felt the need to defend herself to Miranda who was minding her business so yeah yeah so then she starts talking and she says she's interviewing girls to replace her and she needs Miranda to get behind her choice and Miranda tells her that you need to get behind your choice. Amen, <laughs> like, sister. <laughs> and then she just kept saying, I choose my choice. I choose my choice. I choose my choice. And Miranda rightfully just hangs up on her because this is too much bullshit in the morning. Like, what? She sounded and looked unhinged, by the way. I yeah. choose my choice. I cho- I'm like, girl, relax. Relax. So after Charlotte just verbally assault her in the morning and she's in a towel this whole time she literally just got out the shower she's trying to wipe her hair and then she bends her head and then she has a crick in her neck and she pulled her neck out so carrie's still trying hard to get in aiden's good graces and he's being funny acting funny i mean 
So she asks him to put on her patch. Um, she's trying to quit smoking. And he does put it on her, but then slaps her a little harder than he should. And she asks him if he's mad, and he asks, like, nothing, and just changes topics, like, no, it's not. Then he says, oh, it's not you, I'm pissed off because of work, because I have to do overtime this weekend, something about toxic chemicals, and I don't have anyone to watch Pete, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, she says, oh, yeah, I can watch Pete, it's fine. Then she tries to take him out to dinner, and he says he's hanging with the buddies. She asks if he can come, and he's like, you can come, don't come, do whatever you like. So Aiden is obviously being cold and being childish. I'm not yep. going to lie. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy seeing Carrie being uncomfortable, but he is being very passive-aggressive and not being communicative. Of how I was not feeling. enjoying it because I feel like it reflected badly on Aiden. It made me like him a little less. Because I was already a bit irritated with him for getting back together with Carrie. Because I'm like, I want you to want better for yourself, okay? <laughs> and number two, you're back with this woman now. You're just going to be passive-aggressively angry at her. Because you guys are both adults who refuse to have a real conversation. This is what I'm saying, like, Carrie has infected Aiden for me. They both pissed me off now, I'll be very honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine is... I don't know if it's schadenfreude, I don't know how to say it, but <laughs> more like, just, and I just feel she got away easy with cheating on him. Let's, yes. let's just see. So I'm just, whatever punishment is happening, I'll do your penance. It's before you get back and get discussed anything. That's why. <laughs> and so now it's just following them both around and they're both pissing me off. Because if you're going to jump back into a relationship, you guys are going to have to have real conversations real deep conversations get to the root of why you cheated on this man and admit you Aiden also need to admit that yes I'm angry and it's also going to take time for me to process this I don't understand how they can all just like oh okay we're just gonna dance around it but clearly everyone's pissed off at each other this is like it's so painful for me to watch because I don't understand why these two people are together I don't want to watch that but yeah I'm sorry no, it's okay. The phone rings and it's Miranda calling her to come over um, because of what happened to her neck and she doesn't even give Carrie a choice and she hangs up. She tells Aiden and he's like, oh, I'll check on her for you. And she's just like, you're a great boyfriend. You're the great, yeah. greatest. You know that? You know that? That was so cringy. This is yeah. like, okay. Disgusting. So we are in Miranda's apartment and Aiden lets himself in. Um, Carrie has a key that she had given him. And Miranda is naked on the floor. And it's awkward because she can't get up. So she's screaming, don't come in. I'm naked. But he does. And he's like, okay, I'm going to come back backwards. But then Aiden goes in there, covers her, and just, you know, lifts her up with the bat bath mat and everything. And I think Cynthia Nixon did a, a fantastic in this scene. Yeah. Like, just portraying the pain, the shame. The also gratitude for someone being there just all in one. It was it was really subtle, but I really liked it. was such a sweet like, scene, honestly. Because that's what you'd like. I was just thinking if like, you know, you'd want your partner <laughs> to be that nice to your friends, do you know what I mean? And that, you know, just nice and understanding. Obviously it's horrible. I would be mortified as well. But I just thought it was a really lovely scene. And yeah, yeah. you're right. Her acting was fantastic. Yeah. So we see Charlotte interviewing replacements. 
and she finds someone that's like a younger her and you know they have this conversation there's a whole slew of girls and then she and this particular person we never got the name that's why i'm saying this particular person <laughs> and they're having conversations and then she whispers to her like i shouldn't tell you this but you're hired so the girl asks her why are you leaving and she says she's married and planning to have a baby the girl gives her this look of disgust like that's it and that's why you're leaving for like a man and blah 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 and then Charlotte lies and says, no, I'm on the board of Lenox Hill AIDS uh, department or something like that. And Carrie tells us that Charlotte heard herself lie because she couldn't tell her that her new objective would be wife, mother, and part-time bull glazer. <laughs> Which is why I'm so annoyed. It's like, you're making this decision, Charlotte. Just stand in it. Who gives a heck if they think, uh, whatever, you're quitting your job just to be a mother, blah, 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 just to be a wife. Those are valid things to do, in my opinion, because we all know mothering is a full-time job. But stand in it. I don't understand this, like, half shame. That means you don't really want to do it then. Because yeah. I feel like if you're comfortable with your decision, why are you lying? Why are you calling out friends who don't deserve to be called out? Just stand in your decision. Otherwise, again, that's the red flag there. There's something wrong, and you need to interrogate that. But anyway... And that's part of the things like I feel like we've all made decisions that you kind of know is not going to be received like maybe popularly or warmly by people like well a good question but that's part of the consideration that you make when you're making that choice like mm-hmm. hey there's going to be people who are naysayers but as long as you're strong in it then you'd be fine yep so well Carrie decides to interrupt Guy's Night, Aiden's Guy's Night, and she decides to do it um in a very, very, very attractive outfit. She was in a crop top, a tight skirt with excellent, excellent abs on yep. display. I like so her hair walks- like that. I've always liked that hairstyle on her. Yeah. When it's like all pulled back with like just the long pony. I don't know, I just think it suits her. The the area the Ariana Grande. Yes, exactly. Low pony. So she meets Adrian alone at the bar and goes on and on and on about how he's the best boyfriend and how he was nice to Miranda. He's not only good to her, he's good to her friends. Again, cringeworthy because you're just doing the most, being thirsty. And then some girl shows up, Shayna, and just says, okay, I'm back. And it, the, the good thing, well, I guess it's a good thing, Aiden doesn't miss a beat. He's like, oh, this is Aiden. Like, she's teaching me how to play jacks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where are the guys? He's like, oh, the guys blew me off last minute, and me and Shane are just watching the bar for Steve. And Kara's like, and Steve is, <laughs> he's like, run out to go do something. Just clearly, just I don't know, being nonchalant about everything. And Carrie, I mean, I said it earlier, but Carrie's still trying too hard. But I'm still enjoying Aiden's cold treatment. And she says she's about to leave and he and then asks him again you know what's going on and then she he goes nothing nothing's going on she tells him that okay well i'm off tomorrow and you can come over if you want uh listeners Aiden did not come over and he never showed up and at 3 a.m specifically not 2 a.m or 5 a.m 3 a.m she realized that she was being punished for her big mistake. The next day, Carrie goes to see Miranda and took the good bagels with her. 
and Carrie being Carrie. Carrie is never about how you doing, what's going on, and then ease into her troubles. She went straight into her troubles with Aiden, never coming over, and now she's sure he's mad. And Miranda's just like, she's in a collar, and she's just like, this is bullshit. And Carrie's like, I know, right? And she's like, no, Carrie, you're bullshit. You brought me here, you cheer me up bagels or a decoy, just so you can talk about Aiden. And I have to agree with Miranda. Why yep. was Miranda's place not the first stop after your meeting? Instead, Thank you, you dressed up to catch Aiden with the guy's night, and you... Oh, Carrie. That's exactly what I was going to say. I do think Carrie had an important meeting, so I understand her not going, but she sent somebody for her, which I thought was there was nothing wrong with that, even though Miranda had beef with that, like her sending her boyfriend. I thought, hey, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. My issue is, why wouldn't you go there immediately after your meeting? Just like you said. Out of 100%, I've had it there immediately. Spent some time with you. Make sure you're okay. Clearly, she can't move around very well as well. Get her stuff. Maybe groceries. Get her some Chinese. And leave her on the couch watching something. You know that Miranda would have been perfectly happy with that. And then you show up the next day just to complain about your boyfriend under the guise of checking up on her. So, yeah. that I'm glad she called that out. So it's bad enough, um, sorry, Miranda continues and it's like, it's bad enough that you sent your boyfriend when she calls, but now the bagels, and if Carrie fell, she would never send her boyfriend, which I believe. And like you mentioned already, you know, it's not bad, but I can understand Miranda taking, take, being pissed at that because Miranda is always there for Carrie. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. She shows up for Carrie. And this is not the first time where Carrie hasn't been there for Miranda. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand about the meeting. I didn't think she should blow off the meeting or anything. But you could have done better to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's probably just cumulative. Sometimes not every grievance is rational. You're allowed yes. irrational grievances. It's just how she felt. So Carrie, And I'm sure asked, Miranda was at home waiting for her to drop by, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Carrie asked, but what's the problem? He's better in a crisis than I am. Oh, that was not a good <laughs> And then she blurted out. She's like, he saw me naked on the floor in a bath mat. But I mean, Carrie does say she's sorry that she understands. Um, but I'm like, yeah, you apologized the last time. Because the last time Miranda needed her and she was screening calls because of big. And that's the other annoying part is when you do these things because of guys. Yeah. And, you know. It's not really like, it's things you could avoid. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, oh, I promise I'll always pick up the phone. I'll always be there for you. So, mm. so she continues. I don't know. Somehow Miranda is gracious enough and allows Carrie to go on about Aiden. But you know, what if Aiden leaves her and is not a good guy, blah, blah. And Miranda's like, you know, Aiden is not like that. He's a good guy. And Carrie says she's being tortured, but she she deserves it. Right? And yes. I don't think but somehow they segued back into samantha but i guess everything is fine with miranda and carrie so i I think they handled it very well like miranda knows like you know she did the best she could by sending steve but you know she was just peeped and they settled that out so samantha is still hooking up with the cap and he tells her that speaking of wild this is after a session he's like speaking of wild it's getting a little wild down there, and it might be time for a wax. <laughs> and the next thing we see, Samantha is so pissed about it, telling Carrie that she's in between waxes, 
She has three errant hairs, and he thinks that she's Georgia the Jungle. Meanwhile, you should see the bush on him. On him, he needs a weed whacker just to find his dick. And I'm just like, <laughs> and she's right, because who the fuck are you? Who is he? <laughs> you are nothing to her. You're so she's fucking. Why are you telling me about how you would prefer my pubic hair? Like you can fuck off. I'm sorry. What? You don't have a say. Oh, anyway. Because he's a man. Mm-hmm. And for your sake, I added this part where Samantha is like, don't get me started on his back hair. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so funny? Because I actually thought of you. And I'm like, oh, she's gonna have something to say, but I feel her because you know how I feel about back hair. Oh, maybe. <laughs> So, um, so I forgot to mention, like, as they're walking down the street and talking about this, um, Carrie is walking Pete, as promised, for Aiden. So then he has to go, and then he starts pooping, but it looks like he, um, well, no, he starts pooping, and it looks like he's runny poop, and Samantha is like, with all of the disgust in the world, is like, why are you even walking this one girl? <laughs> and then Carrie says, because I'm proving to my boyfriend that I'm trustworthy and loving. And Samantha's like, the dog, the waitress, how much longer are you going to punish yourself? And just accept that you may never get back in the nook. And Carrie's like, I know it's true, but don't say that. Like, just don't say that. But Pete, the dog, has the runs. And Samantha, you know, Samantha, high standards for herself. She's like, um, I'm not here for this. This is not what my plan is. And she literally leaves Carrie on the street and is out. That was so mean. I'm like, wow, you're just gonna <laughs> leave her with a dog or diarrhea on the street. You know, wow, so that that's harsh, but hey, it is what it is. So Carrie tries to wait it out, but it looks like Pete is really just having the run. So she decides to take him home to Aiden. And as soon as he gets out the cab, he sees Aiden with Shayna again, just sitting outside of I wanna say it was the it, it looked like it was a furniture shop, but I thought it was the bar. Yeah, I thought it was the bar originally, but it must have been the furniture shop. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. but then if it's a furniture shop, why is Shayna there? Yeah. Because okay, maybe she it was at the bar. bar. Maybe but the then, work he was so, doing was for the bar. And oh, we just right. assumed it was for the furniture shop. Yeah, because he said it was work. He's supposed yeah. to be a silent partner. So for work, I'm assuming he's building furniture and the toxic chemicals. Because why would the toxic chemicals be in the bar? Also, also, earlier, I don't know if you noticed, he said, oh, I'm going to be at Steve's bar. You know, when she asked him what he was doing with some of the yeah. guys. And I thought that was weird because I'm like, isn't it your bar too? But okay. Yeah, so maybe the writers dropped the ball or we just don't understand and that's okay. No, you know, it's likely it's because the writers dropped the ball. Let's be real. But yeah. <laughs> so Carrie has had it. She just drops Pete and says, I'm leaving. Aiden follows her and asks, what are you doing? And she goes, toxic chemicals. And okay, I think it's the furniture because um, he said, uh, Carrie says, Toxic chemicals, and she just happened to be there with coffee. So I'm guessing Shayna came down to see him uh, and brought him coffee for okay. him. So, okay, sorry, writers. We get it now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aiden actually, in like a stern tone, is like, keep your voice down. And she's like, you know, she's my friend. And Carrie's like, good. So why don't you just fuck her and we can both be back? And that was the end of that. She enters her cab and then she goes home. But then we see Aiden show up at Carrie's door 
And funny enough, it there was no buzzer. I, was there a buzzer or we heard a knock? I think we heard a knock when she just I, opened we, it. We just heard a knock, yeah. Yeah. And then Aiden shows up at Carrie's and, you know, he just said nothing happened. That he thought about it, but nothing happened. She asks if he wants to come in, but he's like, I'm too pissed to come in. And just says that he hates that he calls her, he being big. Mm-hmm. Carrie says nothing is happening and will ever happen, and I would never do that again. Aiden says that he doesn't want to see him ever again, and Carrie says she can't do that because he's in her life. So Which have- is where Aiden turn around and walk out of this woman's life. She's choosing big over you yet again. That's all yeah. there is to it. No matter how you dress it up, this is what she's doing. So my thought is, not it's not a bad thing for Carrie to never see Big again because I don't know this hold he has on her or this pedestal that she puts on him because I don't know that he adds to her life, which mm-hmm. has always been my barometer of life. Is like, are you adding to my life? If not, what even is the point? Yeah, I do think Big should be someone that's disposable from her life. Yeah, but you should never give another person an ultimatum like that. That is just a recipe for disaster. So I, I understand it, but Aiden, if you have to ask, well, like Nana off. said, she's chosen. That's just yeah. what it is. Because I don't know what he's in my life means. He's in your life on his terms. This mm-hmm. man comes into town and is like, I'm in town. But never reconsiders or thinks like, oh, are you there? You guys operate on his time schedule, his timetable. So it's a one-sided relationship. You just can't cut him off and that's just the truth mm-hmm. about it so and you don't want to cut him off because let's keep it real tame like big since they broke up all he's done is try to gate crash the dates that you've been on to try and move on from him it's not like you guys we found out later that you don't even know how old this man is <laughs> you know what i mean so what mm-hmm. were you guys talking about <laughs> during the time you were dating all he did was cause you strife you know he got married you had an affair with him. And I get it. I've been there where you have a tie to someone that you really shouldn't have a tie to. But what's so special about him that you can't let him go if you're serious about this new relationship with Aiden? These are just all signs that Carrie is full of shit. She she wants to be with Aiden. She wanted to get back with him because she couldn't have him. She saw him, he looked good, and she couldn't have him. So it became a fixation to get him back. I want him back. I want him back as my boyfriend. But she's not prepared to make any of the sacrifices that it's going to take for her to have him back as her boyfriend. Number one, you just expect him to have forgotten about you cheating on him. And you won't even remove the source of you cheating on him from your life. Aiden shouldn't shouldn't have had to ask her, like, I don't want you seeing uh, him again. Once he called her, she should have called him like, yo, I'm back together. Like, I can't talk to you anymore. I hope you're well. That's it. No one should have to tell you that. It's because they just shouldn't be together. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's so annoying. And Aiden, I just want him to free himself because I'm finding it harder and harder and harder to feel sorry for him. Because now you're going into this with your wi- eyes wide open and you're still here. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie says he can't keep punishing her and she can't keep punishing herself. And he knows that he can't forget. Oh, well, and she knows that he can't forget, but he has to forgive her. And then we have the second meltdown 
of the episode because she starts saying that over and over again. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. And this was the moment where I felt like their relationship was doomed. Yep. It was this moment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like, I already knew it was a bad idea, but in terms of the word doomed, this was it. This was the moment. So he comes in and then he hugs her. So we see some other women. I yelled at my screen, by the way. I went, oh, we get it, Carrie. (laughs) Well, she kept saying, you have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. I'm, yeah, I didn't feel sorry for her. I'm sorry. Maybe I should have, but I didn't. So Samantha is with her dude and telling him that he had a lot of nerve telling her that um, about the whole Georgia's jungle situation. And every time she blows him, she feels like she's flushed. She, he's, she's flossing. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. What can I do for you to forgive me? And the next thing we see is that she is shaving him. And the typical guy, he's like, oh, look at that. Look how much bigger my dick looks. <laughs> so Charlotte's last day comes and she's giving direction on a painting and her replacement gives a different direction. And Charlotte just blurts out, Charlotte is a blurter. And she's like, you're 22. What do you know about life? And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, art. And she tells the girl that she's freaked out about the transition. And the girl tells her that if it's any consolation, her mother worked all the time and it would have been nice to have her home more. And Charlotte takes this as a sign and leaves early and gets ready for her new path and also to prove Miranda wrong. (laughs) So I have a thought about this. I find it interesting. And you guys have heard me ad nauseum say, how I feel like there's some kind of misogyny in the writing for Sex in the City. And we see that all the time where sometimes they pit different demographics of women against each other. And I think this is one of those instances. Yeah. I don't understand how a 22-year-old gets to replace Charlotte's job yeah. as someone in her late 30s. Mm-hmm. How is that equivalent to have the same job experience? Are yeah. you telling me there was no one that was Charlotte's age that had that experience? You're basically saying a new college grad can do Charlotte's job. Yeah. So this and is Charlotte where I think- is clearly highly competent at her job, and she's clearly very senior. It was just stupid. Yeah. So this is where I think that the writers are again putting up that narrative of women competing against each other or being jealous of younger women we've had yep. so many episodes that just make references to this whole younger women younger women thing and it just sits uncomfortably with me so yeah. and you're being punished subconsciously it is it's all in the writing i don't think we're being silly i think it's definitely um yeah oh i don't think it's silly yeah Oh, I I don't think that. I'm just saying, like, I just didn't appreciate it. I think it's straightforward. That's how I interpret it. So, yeah. No. So, for the first time, um, Miranda learned the joys of cooking because we see her job call her. She's fine and healed, but she's enjoying time off of work and just watching TV and eating and doing whatever she wants. And God knows that is the best feeling. Like I mentioned earlier, work is a huge stressor. You don't even realize it until you're not working. Mm-hmm. And Carrie ends with, she has to go back to work eventually. 
because again she has to prove Charlotte wrong so that was funny the juxtaposition of Charlotte trying to prove Miranda wrong and Miranda trying to prove Charlotte wrong yeah but then we see Carrie and Aiden and they were in bed and Carrie tells us in the voiceover that they weren't back to where they were but they were in a new place a more honest place <laughs> okay and <laughs> they still didn't me. have a conversation did they I don't know. Apart from I don't you know have to you forgive think. me, you have to forgive me. I'm so sick of them, but anyway, yes. Mm-hmm. And she had made her way back into the myth. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> that was my issue with it. I told you, it's just the longer Aiden stays with Carrie, the more annoying I'm beginning to find him. So I just don't understand why they can't have an honest conversation ever. They need to talk about their issues or they need to free themselves and just move on with their lives. So you cannot convince me that Carrie actually wants to be with this man. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Aiden's one of those men that likes women that, like, treat them like shit. You know there's some men like that? Well, like he's they're just drawn like... to women. Oh, he's just, like, a nice guy. So he doesn't... I don't know. No, I'm 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 done making excuses for him. He knows exactly what he's getting into. <laughs> and he's still willingly there. So <laughs> my sympathy is capped. I'm sorry, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Did you have anything else to add? No, that's it. Okay, can you please tell the people where they can find us? Yes, guys, you can find us at the Rewatch Times 2. That is T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H. That's our handle on Instagram, our handle on Twitter. And if you feel inclined to send us an email, just add at gmail.com to that. And once again, I'm asking you guys to please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts, especially on Apple Podcasts. It would really help us out. We thank you guys so much again for listening and we hope to see you next time. Bye.